Dr. Luker, how are you, sir? Fantastic, man. How are you? I'm good, man. What's up? What you been doing? Man, you know, just doing comedy shows yeah. every Friday. A lot. I see them all yeah, the fucking time. Uh, it's like they were few and far between. Now it's like every damn weekend. Every damn weekend, man. We are at it, and it's uh, it's fun, and it's miserable, but it's more fun than it is miserable man yeah miserable why just stressful oh, man dude, getting shit. all these all these comics man I know. it must be hard to actually put something together and you know with a bunch of degenerates that don't want to show degenerates, up man that <laughs> is joking, a keyword no you're right though that's a keyword for these guys no, man. we got some uh we got some good guys that are showing up every week for open mics and stuff like that and some of them we're just hoping they show up you yeah. know like man maybe he'll show up and do some sets real quick and and uh it's hard wrangling them but you know, someone's got to do it, and yeah. that's how it's that's how it stays successful. Is hey guys, I gotta, I got to stay on you about this because yeah. no one's getting better if not. Y'all have like, dude, so you have that you have open mic nights, and you're still doing showcases, and yep. y'all have something coming up. What's coming up? Uh, oh, this Friday yeah. we got Is it a, this Friday. Yeah, it's Shit. this Friday yeah, okay. over at Tiki Bar. Uh, we got a battle of the sexes. So basically what this one is, it has nothing to do with me besides we're doing it at Tiki Bar and I threw my name on it. Uh, we got six comics coming from uh, Texas, like Tyler, Marshall, all that area and stuff. And they're just going to be competing against each other. And that's probably going to be like an hour long, something like that. But uh, we got team Kevin Hollinsworth and then we got uh, Brandy Lashney. And I might have said her name wrong, so if she hears this, my bad dog. But... Uh, yeah, they're just going head to head on that, and after that, we're gonna do like a small open mic, just with some of the guys that sign up with me by tomorrow, kind of thing. So, okay. Well, then you have a big, you have a big show coming up too, huh? Yeah, we got Loco Fest coming up. Yeah. And uh, I'm super hyped about when that. When is that? That is gonna be February seventeenth, so not okay. this Saturday, but next. And uh, that's a big one, man. I'm really excited about that one. We uh, we've been planning this for about six months. Uh. And I'm thinking after this one's done, we're going to have to start planning immediately after. Hopefully, uh, we're selling tickets pretty quick. So, um, But that one's going to be cool. We had 30 comics submit for their chance to compete in LocoFest. Basically, how we did that, uh, we put all the voting online. Everybody submitted a two-minute clip. We put it on the website, don'ttaketheserious.com. And uh, people got to vote on who their favorite comic was. Gotcha. And uh, you could vote for as many comics as you want, just one vote per email or whatever like that. And uh, we got our top 10 in, and uh, I'll have to look up who's on that. But uh, I can kind of give a rundown on that. Do you want to know who's in it? Let's go. Uh, I know we got Jeremy Unmasked. Super excited about that. Uh, we got Glenn Stewart, the big homie. Yeah. I'm super excited to have him on. He was worried he wasn't going to make it, man. <laughs> and so, like, when we announced the top ten, I put his name very last just to watch him sweat it out at the bar. <laughs> it was, uh, it's pretty cool. We got uh, Tanja D. And if you if you all haven't seen Tanja D, she's amazing at comedy. She's only been doing it for, like, three years, but she's a preacher. So she's clean, and she can hold her own with all the big dogs around nice. town. Okay. All right, so that's three of them. We got Jay McKinney. Are you aware of Jay McKinney? No, I'm not, no. Uh, this is someone you want to see while you can because uh, he's got a huge following online as far as uh, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, stuff like that. And uh, he's a very funny stand-up that a lot of people don't get to see because he's not putting that stuff out. He's just putting out his little sketches and stuff like that. So I'm real excited to have him. We also have uh, Kevin Terrell. And he's from Natchitoches. No one knows who he is, but he he got in the voting. So I was like, hey, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Who else we got? We got Brandon Ryan. He's a Texas guy. Where are we at? Is that six? We got Tyler Elliott. Have you seen Tyler before? Dude, I haven't. I don't think so. Tyler Elliott's one of those guys. I may have if he's with Glenn on another show. I don't know. Did you ever come to the station? No. Hmm. 
I know he's been at Tiki. Uh, but yeah, Tyler's one of those guys that I just try to get him as much as possible before I cannot afford him. And luckily enough, his votes came through and made sure that he made it in. So that was awesome that his people came out for that. Um, Chuck Garner. Chuck Garner's a new guy. He's a retired military guy. He's absolutely great. He brings the Klan with him, not the KKK, but uh, (laughs) he's a black gentleman, so they're not welcome around him. But uh, he brings his whole squad out when he comes to shows, man, and people love him. Who Who else we got? I said Jeremy and Mass. Uh, oh, Funny Man Pratt. Have you seen him before? Uh-uh. Me neither. I'm excited to see him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, uh, he uh, opened for uh, whatever that – who? Desi Perkins. Desi Perkins. He opened for him when he came here. Who is number 10? Shit, I'm going to be there. So Benjamin Neely. Benjamin Neely. He's also a preacher. We got two preachers, preachers in this competition. Preachers comedy. Yeah. Well, I guess that would be a good fit if you're you're comfortable with an audience and um you're good off the cuff, I guess. I yeah. mean, it makes sense. I mean, they can practice every week. Like yeah. they just say a joke up there just in the middle of their sermon. Like they yeah. just throw it in there. So but yeah, I'm really excited. We got some top tier talent coming through. Um I don't know I don't know who's gonna win, honestly. Like I'm looking at the lineup and at first I was like How are you yeah. judging something like this? How's this work? Okay, so first of all we did the the online voting, which we ended February 1st at midnight. Okay. Top 10 came out last right. Friday. We announced that. So this time, once you get your ticket and you enter that building, we're going to give you a ticket. Okay. You hold on to that ticket. And at the first show, everyone's going to watch the comedy. And we're going to have these little ballot boxes, which we haven't really decided how we're going to do it, whether it's going to have their face on it or just their name or whatever. Right. But you're going to put your ticket in there. And in between shows, either me or Joel are going to be uh, counting those up. Probably not. I don't know. We might just have someone that's running the door do it because I don't think there's going to be much of a hassle running the door. But uh, so, yeah, the only way to vote for who wins is being there and supporting these comics live in person. Okay. So uh, it's pretty cool. And like during the first show, I know a lot of people are like, well, what, what am I going to do waiting on this first show to end? Or if I'm at the first show, what am I going to do till the finals or whatever? So we, uh, we got with Flying Heart and they've uh they've agreed to give 10 percent off if you have a, a local fest ticket so we're gonna have the wristbands and stuff and uh if you have that you get 10 percent off so you can go chill over there eat and drink until the next show and then while you're at that show those people that were at the early one can go over there and that's where we're doing uh, all the finals and stuff where we're announcing the winner give them a big old ridiculous check you know real price is right type stuff yeah uh we're giving them a wrestling belt and a thousand dollar prize man and we got holy witch playing at the end of it okay yeah nice so that's going to be pretty cool have you ever heard holy witch oh uh, yeah i yeah. think um my homie did some work for him video work oh yeah. nice thank yeah but uh was it you didn't you yeah yeah nice they have a music video yeah so josh uh who's the producer of the show actually did their own yeah did their music video one of their music videos i didn't know they had a music video yeah man i listen to their music a lot yeah (laughs) that's crazy we could have used that for some uh clips still can bro we'll get it to you i'm sure the gentleman has the raw file yeah we'll get it to you (laughs) that's insane oh yeah dude they need to market themselves better that band's so good dude (laughs) i love them so much well um okay so all that's going on um what's new are you doing any sets anymore you just focus on doing this shit man i am still at the point where like if i got some new shit to say i'll say it and like you know every once in a while i'll like i'll go up and do stuff i'm not even hosting for the most part over at tiki anymore i'm just paying other guys to host just because i ain't got nothing to say all night like i ain't got (laughs) enough time to fill i'll be hosting this one uh 
just strictly because this is uh this is one of those things i am super proud that we're doing because it's something for the comedians and i felt like over the last year and a half to almost two years this is kind of what we've been building for is something where we can showcase these local guys yeah. and be like this is what we have here y'all are missing out if y'all haven't seen them so come see them now and you can pick who gets to win some stuff yeah because we talked about it last time you were on was probably like <clears throat> eight or ten months ago I don't know, yeah. it's been a while now um might not be that long but anyway so yeah and it's a lot of it seems like a lot has grown just for me the outside looking in already yeah just in that short amount it's of time. uh it's really awesome because now we're getting to a point at tiki where at first we were like all right there's five comics here maybe someone else will show up but now it's like hey sorry the list is filled up we got time for 15 comics to perform tonight and we are turning people away from performing at tiki bar sometimes yeah unless i really like them i'm like all right i got you but uh <laughs> No, so yeah, we're getting a ton of new guys. Uh, there's a guy named Alonzo Ortega, and I have told him, and I've been telling everybody, he is the future of Shreveport comedy, and he's done it ten times. Every single set he does is a brand What's his new background from. Like, was he, was he just young Mexican up? dude? I don't know. He just showed up. He talks about living in his car and stuff. And okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what his deal is, but he's amazing. He's won set of the night like seven times, but he always ends up leaving before we announce set of the night. And so one night he was actually there, and I was like, "Hey, do not leave." And he's what like, the "What fuck is this rush? He's gonna go. He's sleeping in his car. You said still. Is this like I don't know what his deal is now. I just gave his, gave like, his full you name. Yeah. Go. Like, you're not going home. <laughs> Anybody know Alonzo? Yeah, he sleeps in his car. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, he just like gets up, does his set, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna, or doesn't even say goodbye. He's just Irish goodbye. Just dips out. I'm like, where's yeah. Alonzo? And they're like, oh, he's been gone for like two hours. And every time the bartender's like, he got set of the night. I'm like, well, he's not here. Who else? <laughs> so we got to pick someone else one time i made him stay and i was like you've won this at least seven times and you always leave and he's like oh am i good and i was like yeah dude you're solid man <laughs> well i mean there's a lot you see a lot now um I, we talked about this before but like a little bit i think but you know how, how much the scene has grown but yeah. um at a level to where <clears throat> people coming into it where people are able to they feel comfortable trying it yeah you know what i mean like and you're you're giving them that platform right yeah because um so many people think it's a great idea and it kind of i guess the 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 new kind of new breath of comedy is coming yeah. coming through the past couple of years and it's like it seems I've, a little bit exciting like yeah even if you're someone not that wouldn't tell jokes it's almost like man i might could you know i might could do that well shit i need to try well if you don't have anywhere to try yeah or if there only just is one big ass comedy club and you can't get in the open can't mic in, or yeah. it's extremely overwhelming and there's a crowd of a couple hundred people or you know yeah I mean? and so that's why i like tiki so much because like we'll have guys that have never done it and they're like hey i want to try comedy what do i have to do and i was like there's a piece of paper and you just write your name on it and that's it yeah and they're like oh it's that easy i was like yeah dude you don't have to be you don't even got to be funny i don't care and they're like well this one guy he came up uh or his, he sent his girlfriend over to talk to me she's like hey my boyfriend wants to try comedy and i was like cool he's never done it she was like nah and i was like all right cool yeah let's get him on she was like well he's not ready yet and i was like why are we talking then <laughs> she was like well he wants to go up tonight but like after like two people I was like, oh, he needs some drinks in him. And she was like, yeah, I think so. And yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. I was, she was like, how much time does he have to have? And I was like, he can do one joke and get off the stage. I don't care. And like, even if it's bad, it's like, all right, you got that out of your system. Yeah. And if you want to try again, cool. If not, I also don't care if you don't ever show up again to do it. I mean, definitely come support. But like, I think everyone should try it because it's miserable, uh, miserable up there, especially when you're doing bad. Yeah. 
It is the worst. Well, he could have just led with that and have been funny. Like, I was too much of a pussy to come ask. Yeah. If I could get up here, yeah, so I'll sit my, my girl on there. There's a laugh. Well, so, I mean, like, so she's like, I was like, as long as he doesn't do more than five, five minutes. And she was like, oh, he might do like two minutes. I was like, that's cool. That's perfect. We'll get him on. This is a long fucking time. He did 25 minutes. Holy fuck. Did he? How was it? Annihilated. He did great. Really? And 25 fucking minutes and never done it before? So. Hold on. Like. <laughs> No, that's not like he had to have had some type of plan. He came there to fucking do it. He was telling stories. Okay. So okay. everyone, you everyone has those stories that they know are good stories. Yeah, but you gotta even telling a story, you gotta know that you got a punchline at the end or something or some kind of delivery. It's a good enough story. I guess. Yeah. I mean, but there's still you know you've you've told it before and got to laugh. Yeah. Right? I don't yeah, think so you're gonna go up there and tell it not knowing if you're. I don't know. Like this happened yesterday. Let's see if that's funny. Yeah. Right, you're not no, gonna yeah, do that. Yeah. But like, so he went up, and so at the four minute mark. I'm flashing the light at him. Like, hey, you got one minute left. Well, then I realized, oh, I didn't tell him that because he said he was going to do two minutes. He might have two jokes. So for 20 minutes, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I could just rush the stage and be like, all right, dude, that's your time. But he was doing good. Right. And the crowd was into it. So I was like, all right, I guess we're just going to let him roll. And eventually he got off and I was like, well, uh, I don't remember his name, but I was like, that was his debut special. Y'all check it out on YouTube, man. And he was like, did I do too long? And I go, you did about 20 minutes too long. And he was like, oh, shit, my he was drunk as hell. But No, I love storytelling, man. I think it's, um, well, I mean, that's what we do here all the time. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I, I think there's something in it that you can, you can go either way. It could be funny. It could be serious. It could be heartbreaking, but it resonates. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, at the same time, paid. you do something. You do something short. It, if you're funny, I mean, it'll fucking deliver too. Yeah, because we have guys in the scene that are strictly storytellers. Uh, Glenn Stewart's a great example of yeah. that. And then we got guys that are the complete opposite side of it, like Tristan Lex, who is joke, 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 joke. For 15 minutes straight, he is strictly telling joke, 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 joke. Kind of like Mark Norman. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, And if you hadn't had a chance to see Tristan, I wish he would have made it to this contest because uh, – He's a gym, and he's gotten so much better over the past year, just having so much more like time to get on stage and stuff like that. And uh, hopefully he's one of those guys that does move to Austin eventually and gets a career going in comedy because I think eventually he will be there. And he's one of those that's realistic about it too. Not like, yeah, I've been doing this for like three years. I think I'm ready to you know, get a Netflix special. He's like, <laughs> he told me, he was like, you got to listen to these old, these old comics that are like, why are you putting material out when you've been doing it for less than 10 years? What are you doing? Do you think you've honed your craft at all? And he's like, so I don't even tell people like, yeah, if people are like, wait, you do comedy? I'd be like, yeah, but I'm not like going out of my way to tell people I do comedy. And so he's one of those realistic guys to where okay. we got some guys that are like, no, I'm just great. So you need to come check it out. Well, it's interesting too. when you talk about old comics and old, old sets, like if you watch some old sets, there's people that there's some of those comments that this, it sticks with you no matter when, what time, of year or you know what year you watch or what decade you watch it, it's going to be funny and there's a lot of comedy yeah. that you could watch now and you're like that's just not that funny comedy is one of those things that doesn't really age well right like because a lot of it even on specials like they try not to be so topical but it's something that happened like you watch anything let's say trump doesn't get elected this year yeah the election or covid like all that shit around that like yeah it's, it's you like, got a what two-year shelf like maybe maybe even, yeah and even some of like the best comics that have that in the specials like nate bargazzi he talks about it in his special or his maybe not the last one but the one before and it's like okay let's fast forward through this i'm tired of talking about that kind of stuff yeah but and then there are people like mitch hedberg where you can keep hearing it and it's like dude that's still great or norm mcdonald and it's still funny yeah yeah but, i mean if you don't base your entire set on that one subject i yeah. think you're okay but I, I think still 
like Eddie Murphy Raw, Delirious, those mm-hmm. things are timeless. Man. Yeah. I mean, there's some topics that he works in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> They're referencing a movie yeah, that like, no one whatever, knows anymore. Yeah. But like, it's that's timeless stuff. Richard Pryor, that stuff's yeah. like, you know, even all the, the whole Cat Williams shit. Oh, dude. What about all this recent stuff with him, man? That's, uh, I am Team Cat Williams oh, yeah. all day. Uh, apparently, he's coming to Shreveport soon. Super excited about that. But uh, yeah, dude, that is, it's crazy how he's just calling out all these people. And it does seem like a bitter man, but also I don't really know what's going on. What do you think on. that was like? A, I'm curious to see. Is this like, well, I got my shot. Let me just go ahead and do this and see what happens. Because, I mean, when you're when you're talking shit on that many people, whether it's true or not, yeah. I mean, you're going to get some fucking reach. Yeah. I mean, imagine his ticket sales right now. That's people. what I'm saying. Like, it just, like, there's an entire generation 10 years younger than me that didn't even know who the fuck he was. Yeah. And now they do. Now they do. So it was genius if it was planned. It fucking yeah. worked, you know. Whoever's PR person is fucking, like, great. Well, they, they definitely did. Yeah, off or the it, was just, it was just the right time of the right place and it worked either way, you know. I think Cat's always been, uh, it's kind of like they did, I don't know, I don't know if it's like the industry thing, but it's kind of what they did to Dave Chappelle. They make him seem like he's a crazy person. Yeah, well, because he, yeah, because he was doing so well and didn't need anyone to prop him up anymore. Yeah. Well, I thought he made a very valid point where he was like, "Kevin Hart wasn't selling out the comedy store; I was selling out the comedy store." Right. So it's like, how all of a sudden does he go from not selling out the comedy store to now he's the biggest comedian of all time? Which I don't, I don't know if it's hard to sell at the comedy store. But it doesn't seem because it's such a... It's like going to Rogan's Club right now. That's what I'm it's going to sell gonna, out. It's, well, yeah. and I, But at the same time, that was a place where you went, like, you better bring your fucking agent yeah, yeah. if you're at that place, yeah. right? I mean, it's not like you're just a random club in a random city. Yeah, yeah. You're you know? not just going to a, a spot to practice right. some stuff. You better right. bring the heat when yeah. you get over here. So, I don't know. I'm Team Cat all day. He's been... He might have been the first... Either him or David Tell were the first comics that I was like, I like comedy. I saw Cat, man. It was, it had to be around, the, I don't, I can't remember what specials or what yeah. years. I mean, maybe Pimp Chronicles, somewhere. I don't know. I saw him here. Yeah, it was around Pimp Chronicles. Around that time, I think. Do you know who, do you remember the big black lady he brought with him that opened up that talked about her young fat daughter? Who was it? Well, I'm going to tell you, we're going to get to that because it blew my mind when I realized who it was. So I saw her and she made me die laughing because she had a joke about uh, my young daughter, my little fat kid. That's what she called her. Said she got hair down there and I didn't believe her. So she pulled out her panties. This bitch had crumbled up Oreos in her panties. (laughs) And I remember hearing that and it stuck with me for so long and I never knew who it was. About... 15 years later, I'm listening to Burt Kreischer's podcast. It's freaking Miss Pat. Pat. Yeah, it's Miss Pat. Yeah, I remember that set. Yeah. So but he, I couldn't remember. I don't remember her. I guess now I vaguely remember her being here. Because he wasn't yeah. headlining that show. He was just hosting, and he brought a bunch of people with him. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's where Miss Pat I, I, I can't, They all run together because it's been a while, man. I, yeah, I've it's seen, been I've so seen Kevin Hart before he blew up here. He played at the Strand. Um, He's I doing him. the Strand again. I was shocked about oh, shit. that. Well, that's yeah. going to sell out easily. I mean, shit. Yeah, it's going to be an easy sell. out the fucking arena, you know? Yeah, I don't know why he's doing that. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what's amazing and hilarious, and we might have talked about this. I don't know. I've, yeah. I've talked to a couple you and, and Mark, Mark Pugh. Um, I saw Mike Epps. Yeah. And that motherfucker was amazing yeah. live. Uh, I saw him at the Municipal, and I was like one of the only white dudes there, bro. Yeah. I was almost nervous because it was like me and some friends, like we're the only white people. And yeah. then um, the only other white people was like 
had a partner who was black. standing. I'm like, oh, like, we're probably going to leave the show early, man, because yeah. I don't want to be fucking awkward walking out of here. When we you know, feel shit. like he's like, closing. This white leave, yeah. And then half the jokes are dating on white people. Oh, I'm like, yeah, fuck, yeah. I'm just sitting here like, should I laugh? Should I not laugh? It's fucking hilarious. I'm laughing. I don't care. But, uh, yeah, he was great, too, man. I've seen. Well, that's one thing that I realized. So when we have shows with multiple black comedians on, I have realized we have to put a white person in between. Unless it's just an all-black show, which is whatever. But we have to put a white person in between because nine times out of ten, a black comic is going to have a joke about white people. Right. And then if you immediately throw another one on and they have jokes about it, all of a sudden the white people in the crowd are like, all right, I guess I do suck. on my back. <laughs> like, even, yeah, even though it's all jokes. But, like, I started realizing, I'm like, we're losing people. Yeah. And my buddies was like... Do you think it's because there's so many white jokes and there's so many white people in here? And they're also great too. Even if you're like you're the, you're the demographic they're hating on, it's still yeah. fucking funny. Yeah, like, yeah this is pro- like some of this is this is a fucking yeah, stereotype. That is we true. do like mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking dumb shit. Yeah, but it's yeah, but I did notice that at that show. Um, which surprisingly, I went to a Kevin Hart show and it was like 80 percent white. Oh yeah, and I thought that was you know that was interesting. And those were all around the same time of each other. Yeah, and um. But the industry is just—it's man, it's—I don't know. I love it. I love it's, like I love just being a fan. Like, I would never want to really try it, but I—I I, just—I I said something about that at one time. But I—I I just enjoy like the atmosphere. Yeah, me too. And unfortunately, I, I got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I just well, want to chill, man. Well, I enjoy like I enjoy that everyone knows there. If you go, to, firstly, it's annoying. The hecklers are always annoying, right? Yeah, it's the worst. And then it's also annoying if someone goes there with the expectation of not getting their feelings hurt. You know? Yeah, and that's uh, that's one thing that's been great about it. Like, because like you kept seeing people getting canceled left and right over saying stuff, and I'm like, well, I think some wild shit, and that's what I'm putting on this paper, and that's probably what I'm gonna put out in the world. But every single show, man, we have we have had maybe one instance where someone got mad at a comic and i think it was over at the station and glenn said a joke and this lady well he's pretty fucking offensive yeah yeah. he's he's a dirtbag she was in a wheelchair and he called her a paula dean it was some old white lady that her like 16 or 17 year old daughter convinced her to come to the show and uh yeah, and she was like, and he goes, what's wrong, Paula Dean? You don't like these jokes? And then she was like, and like, that was it. And no, you're thinking of the other wheelchair lady. She, did oh, she it's get been a multiple wheelchair incidents. Yeah, she approached it that one, and then at the end, she was like, I love this. Yeah, she, what did he call her? He might have called her Professor X or something <laughs> like that, dude. It was, dude, we've had so many situations where, like, it's funny because it's certain comics that get stuck with their foot in their mouth a lot. Um I'm just going to call Glenn out on these because these are great. We're at Tiki one Friday, and this guy has, like, a broken leg. It's in a cast. And he goes, how'd you hurt your leg, man? He goes, I got injured at work. And he's like, nice. (laughs) And he goes, I can't use my leg ever again. He goes, not nice. And, like, it just kind of killed the whole vibe. Literally the next day, we're over at the Elks Lodge. We're not allowed back there. But we're mm-hmm. we're at the elks lodge and some old dude is straight up walking like a cowboy like old school cowboy he goes where are you going there gunslinger and someone goes he has ms <laughs> <laughs> and glenn's just like all right and he probably had like 20 more minutes to do it. and he did like five and he's like all right i'm glenn stewart <laughs> just getting nothing after that but two days in a row and i was like man you're eating it up there but uh yeah but you're gonna have that yeah yeah man. 
Yeah, if you then call that's your out style. Like his style is crowd work and, and talking shit. Aggressive. Know? And then so there's some aggressive. people that just, like I said, just storytellers and they, they yeah. resonate well. And then there's those one liners, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's what I like about this community, man. There's so many people. And like it's finally getting to a point where like the good comics in town are like, oh, wait, he's actually doing something over there. Let's go check that out. And we've basically. I don't think there's one comedian in town that's just not on what we're doing, like not for it. You know, there might be one or two that hide it well, but there's now it's at a point to where before, like, like I said, we had six or seven people involved and now we're turning people away. Cause like, dude, we just don't have time. Like we yeah. can't go till one o'clock in the morning, just telling jokes. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's a, a good problem to have, man. It's a good problem. It really to have is. Right? You're going to weed out the ones that are good and the ones that aren't. And you're giving, still giving people opportunities to come yes. up and, you know, and talk shit and see if it'll stick, you know. And, and that's another thing. It takes some fucking balls, man. Yeah. Man or woman. Like, it's or whatever miserable. you are to get up there and, like, yeah. to put your, put your, like, put all that aside and just say, okay, I'm going to talk some shit here and see if I can get a, a emotional reaction. Yeah. See if you I know, can get whether, something out of it. Right. Whether it's, a, whether it's a boo or a fucking laugh. Yeah. You know, just let me get something. Still, there's it's just like anything else. Like, you can't talk shit on someone. Yeah, you can say your joke sucked or whatever, yeah. but, like. If you're not going to get up there, shut the fuck up and, you know, let's see what the show does. My favorite thing is when someone heckles me, I'm always like, he sees his microphone. Like, yeah, I'm like, that means it's my turn. We can talk later, but this is my mm-hmm. turn to talk. Yeah. I, uh, I never get it. I don't understand the whole yelling. Well, I mean, I, I do understand the shit face. I do understand the shit face ones that feel like they want to be part of the conversation, yeah. like making it about them. It's, I get that. There's all, and if you, th- if you all, if I guess it's a, it's, it's like a, a probability percentage thing like you take 200 people you put them in a room there's going to be two or three cocksuckers you know what i mean yeah for like, sure there's going to be some is. pieces and, yeah, and yeah. some of them may be sitting in one of them close to you you know it's like okay what are the odds here they they purpose, purposely got there because they wanted it to be about them yeah well point. you were there at the first yeah. c-swing yeah, and that lady it was, dude, it was like you're fucking kidding me dude and, and then she got face too and like, then she got in our picture afterwards yeah, yeah. and we just like made her into a ghost on the photo it was hilarious fuck that lady if you're listening fuck you yeah, she it was, was funny strange. though. She uh, she was the one that stole that merch, but she took it off the door guy, and like just kept hounding him until he just gave it to her. I was like, "Geez, dude, like, what are we doing?" Yeah, um, yeah, it sucks, man. But it also, I guess it makes your sets better too. You got to get, you got to learn how. To oh, deal, yeah. you got to learn how to deal with it. Yeah, it if definitely. You can't deal with that shit. You're damn sure you can't. Deal no, with you're it. never gonna make it to the uh, next level. Like a rough crowd. Yeah, you know? and if you, I guess, because there there was those guys that just were like bombing. Yeah. And it's like they were almost taking it personal that they were bombing. I was like, dude, just fucking run through your I, shit. Like, you know, like if I you have, can't deal with this, like, fuck, man. I have now gotten to the point where I'm just like, it's okay to bomb because that's only going to make the next one better. Like, where did I screw up? Well, the thing, so I've been practicing just a tight three minute set just to open up this theater show. That's all I've been practicing. And it worked two weeks in a row. And I was like, cool, I'll get one more under my belt and I'll be solid with this set. And I ate shit. I stretched that three-minute shit-eating to a seven-minute shit-eating. Why did you eat shit? What do you think happened? Same jokes. I know they work. That's the thing. I know these jokes work, just a different audience. Right. I didn't yeah, do does, anything yeah, that different. That definitely matters. Yeah, and it's so weird, like, because the audience we're getting in East Bank is definitely not the audience we're getting in No, TV. you're getting a virgin audience here. Yeah. I, well, from what I've seen, what I, yeah. the one show I was at, you yeah. know, I'm like, there was these people just sitting there like, oh, this sounds like a good idea. We yeah. went to Blue Collar Comedy Tour 10 years ago, you know, or 15 years ago. I, I love Jeff Dunham. Yeah. Ago, <laughs> I hope they got puppets We saw Ron White at the casino. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. 
you know so uh yeah it's a really it's a really weird that's why it's like it's cool when the tiki crowd shows up because we're obviously not pulling the same numbers uh i think last friday we probably had 60 to 70 people in there which is a big crowd for tiki bar but on open mic nights we usually high end is like 40 low end to 15 those 15 to 40 they're coming to the big ones but they're also mixing in in between so they know what the deal is and we're not getting too many people that are just like brand new to it unless it's a showcase so people are hearing the crazy shit and they're 100 percent cool with it well yeah i mean it's that's a scene where people are now going back to they're enjoying it like it's yes. a culture thing it's different from someone just coming to a show because yes. the show showed up and they've yeah. never been to one yeah. or maybe they went and to it's one next a to the restaurant ago. they love right yeah, right yeah. so it's like oh we're gonna make a date night out of this yeah. versus you have you have now created a, a captive audience yes. who, who is basically vetting you yes. for bigger work and it kind of sucks too because obviously love our tiki crowd they're very sweet to us yeah so i don't know if things are really working <laughs> or if this is how the real world of comedy is going to yeah. work like these i think it's spoiling a lot of comics because now we've got people who are fans of these comics like oh clyde williams is going up mm -hmm. fantastic can't wait to see him and stuff like that it's like what happened to mark pew people will show up to see mark pew that is fucking hilarious man he's great he's hilarious i don't know where he lives now Really? He might be here. He might be awesome. <laughs> yeah, Mark, where you at, bro? I haven't heard from him or seen him. He was, uh, yeah. He's been in our last few open mics. He had a show last Thursday. He had a show over at LOL. Okay. And uh, that was a pretty cool show. They had have – you, you had never seen Jeremy Unmasked either, huh? Mm-mm. So you've just been to the East Bank shows. So I've, no, I've been to uh, Seven Tap shows. Oh, okay. And East Bank, and then I haven't been to anything lately, dude. I'm trying to – Tyler Elliott was at uh, – East Bank – or not East Bank, uh, Seventh Tap. I think – that's what I'm saying. I think I saw He's him. a real slow – I almost called him – he was at the second show that oh, we did no, there. Also the first and the second one. You were at the big one. That yeah, one was okay. Big. Yeah. He was at the third one then, Tyler Elliott. Yeah, because it was a decent crowd for that. Because our second one, we had like 12 people there. And uh, we just made everyone scoot up close. We're like, yeah, we're going to have a good yeah. one then. No, we're, you had like 100 and something people there when I went. Or yeah, more than that, that one was awesome. That's yeah. when the mic kept going out constantly. <laughs> yeah. And I just was yelling over it. And I was like, screw it. We're going to get these jokes out, man. Yeah. That, uh, Seventh tap, holler at us, dude. We want to do it again. Well, they're yeah. coming. They're coming next door, bro. Give them about oh. another month or so, and they'll be wide they, open. They keep saying a month or so. They've been no, we're good. We're months. good. I went down there yesterday. Is it dope? Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good to go, bro. I like their beers. So, so it's going to be. Uh, I'm not going to tell any of their business because it ain't mine. But I know they're going to open, and they, other people know that. I just don't know the date yet. But they're definitely tell, they're right man. there, man. Tell the world we're all out here. Seventh tap, your business. Oh, yeah, but. Excited to have them down here, man. Yeah, that's. I, I like this area. You know what I really like about this area? It's a bunch of rich white people. They love hanging <laughs> down here. It's a bunch of fucking broke white people to hang out. Are there broke ones here? I don't like yeah, you dude. guys. I don't you like haven't been here in like weekends at night. <laughs> it's fucking just a bunch of young ass Is kids. Is rowdy? Oh yeah, dude. Like after fucking nine, yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, it's not bad. You know, the good thing about here is that. The good thing about this area is um, you're not you don't have to worry about bullshit. There's always police down here. Yeah, and um, I know people are like fuck the cops, but no man, you need those people here yeah. so you can one enjoy your evening, yeah. not have to worry about bullshit. If you're an adult, yeah, if you're finally a fucking adult and you're yeah. like over 25, it's like okay, if you can I want to go out and have a good time without yeah. any bullshit. Yeah, and and so you, down here you can easily do that. You can walk from from restaurant to bar yeah. to restaurant to venue. You can bar hop down here. Right. That's great. Open container. Also, you can do it and feel safe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not have to worry about somebody coming up and pickpocketing you or talking shit. Or homeless people. Yeah. Dude. No homeless people. No Downtown homeless people. is so nerve-wracking at night. 
yeah, man. downtown Shreveport, dude. Look, man, it, it's, it's it's unfortunate that I don't like. Look, this is where we're from, you know. It's like, but that's literally a rock throw away, and the the the, the fucking environment's yeah. a thousand percent different. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I don't. I mean, know. We used to party down there all the time, and it was ratchet. Yeah. But there's a difference between ratchet and sketchy. I think you know what yeah. I mean. Like it was it was ratchet. But everyone was still kind of on the up and up. Yeah, and there were still police stuff, down there. Yeah, there, there wasn't, was always fights and shit. There wasn't like, like stabbings and There wasn't like shit. fucking homeless people on every corner. Um, you were still bar hopping and running around the yeah. places. You know, you felt even at 2 a.m. when you were having, ha- you know, yeah. barely alive. And yeah. you still <laughs> stumbled to fucking Phoenix. Like, yeah. and somehow make it, it out of there and make it home alive. Like, that, you couldn't do that now, I don't think. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fucking do that now. I don't. I like drinking in one specific area when i drink like That's cause you're old you didn't like that when you're young probably come on out dude <laughs> you know how many times i passed out in the field man yeah you're right but like now it's like i don't want to go any if i am drinking that's where i'm staying to yeah. drink like Not, sometimes we'll be some places yeah. like oh sometimes at tiki it'll kind of be slowing down calming down and everyone's like let's go to central and i'm like i'm trying to drink right here where i'm at and they're like well they got this going on i'm like yeah i'm still trying to drink right, right where i'm at i've gotten that way like i'll have like a couple cocktails at dinner because I've kind of scaled that back a lot. Yeah. Give me a buzz, eat, and then I don't really fucking drink no more. It's yeah. like, okay, I had enough. I'm, I'm good, you know. Like, I don't – used to, I'd that would start into something else. And let's yeah. go here, let's do that, and let's, let's do go that. Out. And then, yeah, yeah. And then still go home and drink. And I'm just like, no, nah, bro. It's like I usually get my – get I get that in early, and then by the yeah. time I, like, go to leave, it's worn off, you know, whatever. I'm extremely particular when it comes to my vehicles, and I only recommend those who are the same way. That's why I always recommend SBC Autos. They take pride in their inventory from badass four-wheel drives, clean classic cars, and even your everyday grocery getters. They have it all. No hassle, no BS. SBCAutos.com. I, uh, the other night, I was drinking, and uh, on the way home, I was like, dude, I'm going to get my wife to stop at the gas station. We go get some more beer. It's like 9 o'clock, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to party all night by myself. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm just going to go to bed, man. And I woke up, didn't have a hangover or nothing. I was like, oh, this That's is great. thing because it's dangerous, right? You'll get fucking, you'll get like, especially as you get older, because like you'll get, oh, you're like two hours in, man, hanging out with the boys. Like, yeah. you've had three or four drinks. You're feeling good. Everything's yeah. great. And you're like, fuck, we got to go to the house. We got to go to work tomorrow. But you're still amped up. And yeah, you're like yeah. at home fucking watching comedy specials, drinking by yourself, laughing. It's <laughs> fucking 2 a.m. And then you wake up and you feel like absolute dog shit. Yeah. Like, why the fuck did I do that? Uh, that's a little bit of depression throwing through. Yeah, like, right. I'm, I'm going to drink saying, this like, away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've done that before, bro. I, I remember one night we uh, – I don't smoke often, but we had smoked yeah. – um, somebody had given me some some type of – some type of fucking hybrid whatever the fuck yeah. there's so much of it now i don't know <laughs> all that and i was like shit. yeah I, we hit that um i say we it was just me i just no. I, I hit it a couple times and we'd have been drinking that night and dude i got so fucking blazed and i like went in, into the bedroom my wife passed out and i turned on the fucking screencasted uh mike tyson's podcast with rogan and was just laughing my fucking ass <laughs> off till like 2 a.m like what the fuck am i doing dude <laughs> I can't sm- every time I smoke I immediately get paranoid not like the paranoid like <laughs> the cops are coming but I'm like I'm a fat guy I'm having a heart attack oh, right God. now well that's edibles for me dude I can't do the fucking edibles make me feel dude like edibles me. are stupid You've, have you ever done mushrooms before yes it's been a long time um i've I recently tried to do some mushrooms here recently some more edibles and yeah. they didn't do shit so like I, I haven't found the right one recently but i mean i know plenty of people i just yeah them up. so uh well i wasn't trying to sell you drugs on no, there sir whatever we'll talk about that after. I, I mean uh, I, I don't know if they're legal cool if they're illegal <laughs> we'll talk about it they later. don't show up on drug tests sorry about you mm-hmm. uh 
edibles have now gotten to the point because you remember we all used to make brownies back in high school or yeah. try to make some cookies yeah edibles now a little small edible is like taking a little bit too much mushrooms i've taken that shit before and i literally was laying there thinking i just had the i don't even want to repeat the thoughts i had really. <laughs> like i scared myself yeah and i was like this is why i know i should never do fucking ayahuasca because i don't want to open up a fucking door that has been closed do you want to find yeah i don't want to find i don't want to find else. i don't want to find something else i don't want to find another piece of me yeah i don't need to deal with anything i'm perfectly happy where i'm at well, <laughs> check this so the other day my mom and me were talking she was like you remember when you were in middle school you spent a week in brentwood oh fuck i completely fucking what forgot. did you do hold on let's talk about this <laughs> what did you do i don't know what it, it, was, it was like a suicide thing or oh, something that, but dude, I, I, you probably just did that shit because everybody else was doing it oh no I'm, severe I'm joking, depression I'm that's no, why i drink no, too much dude, I'm, t- I'm totally <laughs> fucking joking but there were some people like in when we were in school that would just do that talk shit about it yeah yeah well they would talk about it and then they would go and they're like oh fuck sally fucking was gonna kill herself and she's in the hospital for like a week then she shows up like nothing happened i'm yeah. like yeah you got to pretend like nothing happened because yeah. it's embarrassing for some reason that you're depressed yeah but like she told me that and i was like i do now i remember that and she was like you didn't remember that and i was like let's just stop talking isn't i want to bring nothing isn't else crazy? dude you just suppress that yeah shit. isn't that crazy though like because your subconscious knows you fucking went through it yeah well, but you just lie to yourself and like oh it fucking happened yeah and i was like I talk about that on stage now. I have a joke that I've been kind of trying to work out, and it's about that. Like, well, now I fucking remember. It's like, let's stop talking about it before I find out Uncle Bill's not a good guy. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it's so crazy. So, yeah, don't do ayahuasca. And you throw up and shit everywhere when you do that. I don't, I don't, there's nothing I'm looking for, man. I'm happy right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there's no need for me to go to another level of life. No. I'm trying to keep my feelings deep inside, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep my depression where it's at, dude. No, dude, it's uh that there is something though. It's like also it's trending, right? Like yeah. everything fucking trends, and then everyone wants to jump on the bandwagon. It's like the cold plunge thing or anything else. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, yeah, it's good and it's beneficial, but then it's like, okay, quit fucking talking about it. Yeah. Like, just do it or don't do it, you know, it's whatever. It's like the Stanley Cups. But I do think, yeah. What the fuck are you <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? Like, they, where did those come from? My dad has like seven of those from the where 80s those come that from, he camped though? with. I don't know. They're just camping ones. We're, it, we're an interesting society, bro. We're stupid. Like, my wife ordered my daughter. I was like, she was like, I'm going to get her one, but I'm not getting her name brand one. And I was like, okay, cool. So she ordered like the knockoff one from yeah. fucking China or whatever. Stable. And it's the same exact, it was the same exact <laughs> shit for like a fifth of the price. Yeah. Like, there you go. Like, well, how much are they? Like, I don't know. Because that's what you used 40, to buy. 50 bucks or something? Yeah, but. Yeah. But isn't that the cup you used to get like when you didn't want to buy a Yeti? I f- yeah, I feel like it. Look. <laughs> yeah, you have one. I have one. It was I got it in a Christmas gift, and I've had it for like three years. It's not yeah. cool. It wasn't cool when I got it. It, it was, was like, like a ten dollar, twenty dollar fucking yeah. Walmart cup. You yeah, know? yeah. And all of a sudden, people, I guess because they made like cute colors and shit like that. <sighs> some, you, in, some influencer, bro. Is your some wife thought, obsessed with tumblers? Nah. The Down syndrome girl was dead though. <laughs> Did you what not say that? No, he said some girl got in a fire. They with said it. Down syndrome girl, and I was like, that's aggressive. Oh, and then that started the trend. Nice. Okay. Well, that would bring a lot to. Oh yeah, they're making billions right now, scooping yeah. up on white girls. Well, I mean, dude, it's it's just very it's very interesting. I promise you, they didn't see that coming. No. I mean, that's not planned. It's like it's interesting how things like that in our society. There's no other time that we can fathom in the history of us being alive as as human beings that something like that can happen and it 
makes such a huge cultural shift. It's so and it's literally based upon capitalism and fucking advertising. Like, that's it. You know, like, it's not going to, like, you're not a fucking, you're not, like, you know, 500 years ago yeah. and you and your tribe are hanging out and one motherfucker shows up and he has, like, this badass skirt on, you know, like, and nobody else has it. They're like, oh, fuck, we all got to go get it. Yeah. Like, I doubt that shit happened. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. Like, no one had, like, damn, what kind of animal skin is that? Yeah, dog? yeah. They're like, like dude, no, no, no motherfuckers like are, just, they're just trying to live. Like, there's, like, three of them left. Yeah. <laughs> we can kill them. Yeah, go <laughs> we, get can... Right. we can sell them. <laughs> dude, we can get, like, five times the price for them, too. <laughs> Take them to eBay, dog. Yeah. No one knows. Yeah. Dude, we suck as people. People I, suck. Look, man, I just think, look, we are evolved to a way more advanced level now. Um, as far as, like, we don't, we're not killing each other. We all have food. We all are fat. We all are, we're unhealthy. We're depressed because we have too much fucking time on our hands and not enough struggle. There's not enough satisf- uh, satisfaction. <laughs> you got that <laughs> word? Because sure. I don't. Satisfaction. <laughs> Satisfaction. <laughs> oh shit. Well, no, I mean, there's just no, there's no struggle. So when when you have an absence of struggle for that long, then yeah. you just start worrying about shit that don't really fucking matter. Damn, this got deep. I'm trying to tell hey, dick dude. jokes on stage, dog. You can do that shit tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm so tired of doing comedy. I say that every time, but every time I have a good set, I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking I'm good at comedy, man. Yeah. It's my favorite, least favorite thing ever. Well, I've noticed that with comedians talking to any of them or listening to them, that they're, you, you guys are very intelligent. Like, to be able to generate that type of, like, first of all, a thought mm-hmm. that transposes into a delivery yeah. that then gets a reaction. Like, that's a fucking process. And, yeah. like, it's an art. It's just like writing music. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, taking something, creating it out of thin air, and then yeah. delivering it to get an emotional reaction. Yeah. Like, it's not something that, I mean, maybe for a while it was frowned upon because motherfuckers were saying, you know, like you said, dick jokes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But still, they're still running through those sets and still getting a reaction. Yeah. You know, that's just like a cheat code for a little while. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, uh, I love how it's like kind of an art form, but it's like the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> like you would definitely hire a clown before you would a comedian. Nah, man, I, I, I Maybe disagree. not you. I, look, I disagree because I think, I think we're in a time now where that art form's appreciated more than yeah. ever because there's been so much divide. Yeah. And it's something that bridges the gap because everyone knows, okay, I know I'm not supposed to laugh at this, maybe, yeah. but at the same time, it's fucking funny. You know the best example of that is? Shane Gills. Oh, that motherfucker's hilarious, dude. He says the wildest shit ever. Yeah. And he gets away with everything. You see him? He's back on SNL now? No, I haven't, dude, I, haven't, I haven't watched SNL forever. I'm, I I do like when the old like YouTube clips come up with, yeah. like, with Fallon and Timberlake and shit like that. And then, like, uh, who is it? Even when it goes back, I saw a Blues Brothers thing where they were doing the original set. Like yeah, yeah. The, the way they did that, like I was thinking about that because I was like, Ackroyd was on Rogan a while back, and he's like a huge like alien conspiracy Is theorist. And, oh fuck yeah, dude! And ghosts and shit and all that. Like, and big into the Crystal Skull theory and all that's why he has the vodka. Go go listen to it. It's interesting. Oh, that is Dan Ackroyd's vodka. Yeah. So they never even talked about like they were two experienced comedians that literally started a bullshit band yeah. that premiered on a fucking yeah. nationwide you know um, tv show and then got a, a huge following over it and yeah. was re- remaking original songs like yeah. i mean excuse me previous you know they were covering songs and then created a whole movie over, yeah. out of it and it was fucking amazing like what's your favorite line from that movie which one the original or yeah, the Blue 2000 Brothers. not 2000 Man, dude, I don't even remember verbatim most of the lines. If you started reciting it, I probably would. The best one, it might be hands down the best 
a line in a comedy movie is when you go to the old western bar and they're like what kind of music do y'all play here and he goes both kinds country and western <laughs> which is one of the greatest fucking lines ever delivered oh. and they just ended up playing the raw not rawhide is that a yeah it was rawhide show? yeah they just rawhide. played rawhide yeah and like that's an all- interesting choice of like what the song i guess because that was like the closest thing to blues <laughs> that's they, all they knew that's all they could figure out work this in but uh no dude that that movie is amazing and the, and what they did was amazing and that's something like they're comedians they weren't yeah. they weren't musicians yeah. i mean maybe like they knew how to right, play, they had to play but they're not like they weren't well they making, weren't even doing anything they had a band around them yeah i think like they had a harmonica and just who knows it, if that yeah. was him playing the harmonica you know oh yeah it was definitely Dan Aykroyd, you think man, oh fuck yeah dude what's your favorite comedy movie top three no particular order <sighs> man I'm weird. I'm weird with Waterboy. One hundred percent. Really? One hundred fucking percent. I can recite every every fucking word of that movie. I love that movie. Adam Sandler, like going on a tear there for that you know whole ten years, like just amazing. I think probably my number. I'd say number one. Like I I don't know about a two and three, man. Like there's so many good ones. Um, I think Airplane has to be in there. Airplane. We're taking it back further a little bit. Yeah. Airplanes, hands down. Dude, I haven't seen Airplane. Probably since I've developed into a new state of mind in adulthood, I need to rewatch it. You know when you're you like you develop further it. in life yes. and you can appreciate stuff. You need like we used to watch Caddyshack, and I was like, ah, oh, this is funny, but really I need to. It's so good now. I need to rewatch it. Now that you're a grown up, you can appreciate it right. for some reason. Airplane, hands down, jokes per minute. It is just bang, bang, bang every single second. There's a joke in there. Dude, I can't even and remember. That's that why movie. it resonates with I me don't so even remember bad. That movie. Well, like the autopilot. You remember the autopilot at the end of that? It's just a blow-up doll? Mm-mm. Yeah, vaguely. Vaguely, yeah. yeah. What is it? We do? always used to love, which there's ridiculous, dumb movies, but like that comedy was 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 popular too. Uh, the Beverly, not Beverly, the uh, Police Academy movies. Police Academy. Remember those? Right. Like, yeah, oh, dude, Michael Winslow yeah, doing all great. the crazy movies. Those noises. were great, like when yeah. we were younger, you know? And then anything with uh, Bill Murray in it, of course. Dude, people love Bill Murray. He's amazing, man. Is he? You don't like him? I mean, I don't not like him. I just don't get it. <laughs> Oh, like, why does he have a cult following? Yeah, 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 not on that level. I don't know. I don't know. People love that dude. Yeah. And I'm not like, oh, I don't don't like him. It's just like, I just don't get what's going on. Yeah. I don't understand, like... I could say that I've had enough Kevin Hart. Yeah, I had enough Kevin Hart the minute I saw his first movie. I'm not mad at, like, I'm not mad at him. But I'm just saying, like, every time I see his, I'll, I'll turn the movie on and I'm like, I'll start watching. I'm like, fuck, dude. It seems like a bunch of short jokes. It was better... Like it's better when he plays with someone. Like when he has a co-star. That that's another Chris. Fr- so Friday technically really I guess was a comedy. Yeah, Friday's right. A- Friday, but then also Rush Hour. I love that movie. Rush Hour is great. I fucking love Chris Tucker. I like, think that right might now. be just the generation we grew up in. Right. Like yeah. you like you, we like the Adam Sandler movies. If you go back and watch those, you don't like them because they're good because they're dog shit. Oh yeah, they're horrible. It's nostalgic yeah, though. They're fucking. And when thing. it's like Austin Powers. Austin Powers was great when it came out. Oh, yeah. But looking, if I watched Austin Powers now... I couldn't watch it now. There's not a chance you but, would enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know. I'd laugh because I would laugh at the shit I used uh, to Yeah, laugh. like, damn, I was But, dumb. like, if you watch Waterboy, like, I think it's so fucking funny to me because they're he's making fun of people that where we're at. Yeah. And the <laughs> accents are, like, not at all related, but at the same time, I could see where that would be the impersonation. Well, it's bad when you can kind of understand the people you aren't supposed to understand. And you're like, I kind of got an uncle like that. Like, oh, yeah, dude. like I got family down south that sounds straight up like they ate alligator nonstop. <laughs> like, they were born with an alligator in their mouth. Yeah. No, that movie's fucking great, man. 
I don't. I, 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 that's going to be my top one for as long as I, I think. I just, that's a great answer because I didn't expect it. What did you expect? Gonna, I don't know. What about Superbad? That's fucking great, but still like top notch movie. It was great. Superbad's great. Um, I still Waterboy beats it for me because every fucking moment in yeah. line and Waterboy is hilarious to me. I mean, he just plays. Superbad somebody, was fucking hilarious though. But he just plays like an autistic guy in every role he's in. <laughs> I don't know if like he had an autistic <laughs> friend that like he uh, linked up with that was like, yeah, this is who I need to be in movies. Mm-hmm. I'm just shitting on all these big name guys while yeah, I'm over here trying to play a little hilarious. festival. Little Nicky was hilarious. We um, had a comic that was Happy talking Gilmore about, was hilarious. We had a comic that had a joke about Fifty First States, and he was like, "You ever watch a horror movie and not realize it's a horror movie till halfway through?" He's like, "Like Fifty First Dates," and he just goes in and he's like. He's just convincing this lady, like every single day that they need to have sex. Oh, yeah. Have you seen uh, Uncut Gems? Dude, great movie. I'm fucking amazing. Very shocking. Fucking I was like, amazing. oh, I, he's got chops too. He can do this. Dude, I was blown away. Um, he's supposed to be working on a film now. It's another drama, I believe. Something to do with space or something. You see Hubie Halloween? Yeah, it was horrible. That was a piece of garbage. It was horrible. Loved yeah, it. It was too much. No, I love it. it. Yeah, I mean, you got to watch it because it's him. But another like, autistic guy he plays. Kids loved it, you know? I think I just watched it with my wife. I don't even think oh, we involved like children in it. We were like, we're going to watch this. I let the kids watch it. They loved it. Um, I let them watch Little Nicky the other day. It was great. <laughs> oh, forget about Little Nicky, dude. Yeah, he consistently plays someone with uh, mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Uncut Gems, uh, I was very surprised. I didn't know we were going to get on like talking about movies. Um, and here lately, I haven't had time to watch anything. Um, and you know, everyone's like kind of show happy and binge, binge happy on yeah. shows. And I don't ever have fucking time to do that. But like... I rewatched that movie. I was telling my wife, I was like, "You need to fucking watch this." And uh, and so we sit down and watch it. And I was yeah. like, "Holy shit, man! It's, I don't know that one of the, one of the best dramas." I, I just I think because he evolved to that character yeah. and that like he was so fucking on point mm-hmm. delivering that you know that yeah. person that role because that's what what his yeah, yeah it's what his demographic is yeah. you know and it's uh how good was kevin garnett in that too it was great it's all that comment <laughs> great, dude yeah. some basketball superstars like i'm an actor now yeah yeah dude now we talking movies hey dude, fuck i just it. had to throw it i ask everyone because i always like to do i like to do top three no particular order because it ruins things like what's your top three movies no particular order i don't know we've been talking about like ah oh, fuck because a comedy never falls on your actual top three. You don't think so? No. Can you name one comedy that would be in your top three favorite movies of all time? Waterboy, man. I'm telling you. It's really? there. It's fucking there, dude. I love it. I watch I it every morning it. before. Oh, I just, just love it. it. Like, I, uh, Borat's fucking hilarious to me, too. <laughs> that dude. <laughs> they're horrible movies, but they're fucking great. Have you um, seen him trying to do all that? Uh, he's trying to not cancel people, but he's like trying to call people out on their bullshit. It's like, no, do you not remember you being a huge piece of shit no, for the longest dude, time, I man? I don't keep up with any of that shit, dude. I, and, and like... I really, I'm really into like, I love Marvel movies, yeah. I guess, but you know what's going to fucking happen. I think because we were young and that shit come out and you're like, oh, yeah. now they're making it into well, movies. We grew up on X-Men. Yeah. yeah and you know what's going to fucking, yeah. what's going to happen, yeah. but you got to watch it. You know what I mean? So many people complain about Marvel movies. And we'll watch I'm like, shit, dude, dude I can, watch it with the kids and we fucking love it. Every time one comes out, we go watch them bitches. I love you it. You cannot give me enough Marvel shows, no. movies. No, I don't care how trash it. What's, uh, what's that one with the Native American? The the new one, yeah. I, I started watching it. I haven't had time to watch it lately. It's horrible till the very last. Episode. I figured it would be. Yeah, the but very you know, last episode, bang. I don't give a fuck if it's bad or not. I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah. That's how I am. I'm like, <laughs> I, I still want to see it. Like, I'm gonna watch it no yeah. matter what. I sign sign me up for those, and then, uh, but yeah, man, I I can I can't even name off the top three like all the way across the board right now. I don't know. I I really enjoy like those. Um, I know it's 
not like ridiculous action movies, yeah. but like the the war stuff, like the um, shit with I can't remember the name, like the special operations shit and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, I love yeah. shit like, like Seal that. Six shit, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. That shit's cool to me, just because it's a reenactment of what actually happened, yeah, yeah. and it brings that to light that you you glamorize these people, and yes, they did a lot, but also like this is why they're fucked up, and this is why yeah. I need help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, you ain't gotta put it like that, man. It's so depressing. And then we just don't give a fuck about That's our vets. That's what I'm saying, man. It's a problem. The government just flushes people. I got a buddy of mine. He can't get help at the VA. He got... You have these people that they, as soon as they get out, they apply for help when they didn't do shit but work in a fucking kitchen. And you have ones that were actually in combat that can't yeah. get nothing. I had a buddy that... He wasn't even in combat. He got shot uh, while he was on a Navy ship. Mm -hmm. Someone fired a gun. Oh, fuck. And it shot him in his back. And it fucked him up for a long time. And he just can't get any help. He's in jail right now. Just can't get no help in jail man. in jail right now yeah. that's another problem our, our um dude our prison system is o overly populated with people with mental illness yeah. and like i'm not talking about like they have depression i'm talking yeah. about mentally fucking ill like we don't have anywhere to put them should we open up asylums again well i mean someone needs to you want to do it I, I, man talk to your new upcoming president maybe he'll put it in his campaign <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you see trump's big promise for this one was it He's lower gas flying cars <laughs> I mean, fucking let's go sign me up man sign me up fuck it that's so great that he's like we're gonna have flying cars and it's like what <laughs> like that fixes nothing man <sighs> dope but i mean dude at this point it's a laughing everything's a laughing stock when it comes to politics i mean like you're all a bunch of rich old white dudes like yeah. and we're fucking arguing about you my favorite i want thing. this rich old motherfucker to represent me my favorite thing is people who have like the flags and stuff yeah or like the bumper stickers like how do you support a politician so much that like you wear their stuff? Yeah, I mean, I get look, I get like you maybe behind one ideology or yeah. something, but taking that and making it your identity, dude, it's crazy. What's the that's depressing to me? Like, you don't talk about depressing. That's depressing to me. Like you take that entire fucking that's your that's now your identity. Yeah. That's your identity on social media. Like that's your identity of the people you hang out with. Like that's fucking depressing. It's to like me. when beards first became popular again, and people were like, "I'm Beard? the bearded car salesman. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. your bearded chef." And the it's bearded like bearded real estate agent. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, dude, that's not a that's not a personality. Craft beers, craft beer is funny to me. That's another. Yeah. <laughs> craft beer guys are great i like a craft beer but I'm i love i respect the fuck out of the craft beers guys that have not let it go oh dude. i'm like you're a fucking warrior dude i love you you yeah. know like the ones that just were trying it like it's kind of like dipping their toe in the water say okay <laughs> okay i'm gonna show up man bun grow my beard out yeah. skinny jeans and then we're gonna drink some alcohol you know yeah. and these motherfuckers are like not taking a shower like shit in the garage let's fucking go i got this crystal necklace now yeah just dude it's so crazy it's so crazy how people attach themselves to like certain like trends forever yeah it's like still having emo people around i love that though i was lucky because like i was a fat growing up i was a fat i just said that but i was fat growing up so <laughs> I, was fat, I was a fat for a little while too bro i was a fat Fantastic. for a good four or five years yeah. dude so i couldn't I got picked fit. up on a picked on enough to so I got a fight, and out? I was like, okay, I got to get my shit together. No, dude. Don't ever get your shit together. I did, bro. I, did. I know. I, I see you. Back. I see you in that shirt, dog. <laughs> I see what's happening right now. But uh, it's like I never have those embarrassing photos of me dressed up with, like, the emo look because the clothes didn't fit me, and all my buddies all had the girl jeans and, like, oh, all the crazy shit. shit. And I was like, I just dress like – I still dress like a high schooler. But. Yeah. No, I was the douchebag with, like, the highlighted hair with the swoop and shit. I was the crowd That's I was fantastic. in. That's the crowd I was in for That's a little fantastic, while. fantastic, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And before that, it was band. Overweight zits and band. <laughs> then to, then, then, then you to got prep the, with you the highlights high. and the swoop. <laughs> yeah, bro. I fucking, like, I fucking <laughs> – 
I'm fucking took it. I was like, I lost all this weight. I'm doing push-ups, eating bologna sandwiches. Uh, fucking, I'm gonna own this shit. Let's fucking highlight my hair and fucking you get got some Bob Martin's bro. And came back with the Abercrombie pop. <laughs> I could afford Abercrombie. I fucking wore like Aeropostale, bro. <laughs> with the bulldog, the big ass emblem. It's like, dude, what the fuck is this? Like, this is not. Like, oh shit, now we can dress like the rich kids. Yeah. And the, the clothes actually fit. You know what I mean? Anybody? Uh, I think with the, the, the Hollister. I think any, that was the in between. Anybody that had Aeropostale hated that they had Aeropostale. We were like, I still want to look like this, so, so I'm going for it. Yeah. No, we did the, I think we did the Hollister thing because I think that was in between the Abercrombie and the, mm. I don't fucking know. It's funny that we talk American about this and we, we talk this now and like the kids these days be like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Like, dude, that shit was They're so wearing dope. shit from Walmart is trending. You know what I mean? Like, we can't fucking, like, I can't, dude, I can't relate because I. I had to ask for money from people to try to get a pair of jeans. Yeah. That so I didn't look like I was poor. Yeah. Like because <laughs> you know? back when we were growing up, like there wasn't good looking jeans or nice fitting jeans. You all had standard farmer cut jeans. Yeah. They all had the stupid fucking carpenter loop, and it was horrible. And you're just walking around look like a dumbass. <laughs> You either had that or you had the expensive clothes. Yeah. Now, if you go to Walmart, yeah, you, 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 you can get joggers. No, you can yeah. get some dope shit. Dude, their graphic design or their graphic tees, they're, I have like six wrestling shirts. I'm like 90s wrestlers. I hate when I go in public and people look at my shirt and I'm wearing a wrestling shirt. I'm like, I'm not a dork who still watches wrestling. I swear to God. I would own it. I don't, I don't still watch it, but I wear a shirt. Dude, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like back then, like they used to have shirts that would be like, sarcastic is my love language or whatever the shit it was just the lamest shit yeah i remember when the graphic tees got popular again it was like we were like i think we, i don't remember what it was we all like had different graphic tees and they would have puns it's like when like i'm with the gun show or whatever shit like that like we thought that was the funniest shit ever because we didn't have like that was like some 70s shit that, yeah, that they yeah. brought back when we were kids we're like oh fuck this is hilarious i i remember my buddy got one from his aunt so when your aunt buys you a shirt it's never a good shirt we all can agree on this she's not gonna unless you send her the link and was like i like this or your mom just hooked it up and was like he wears this shit but my buddy's aunt got him a shirt and had a paper football and it just said paper football champion and it i was like that's the fucking coolest shirt I've ever seen in my life, man. And he was like, is it not dorky? And I was like, no, nah, it's a dope shirt. It's hilarious. It's a great shirt. No, dude, I don't know if you ever had this. You have like your grandma that would buy you the wrong gender shit and would think it was like fucking men's clothes. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever have that? My fucking grandma would do that shit. She'd buy us clothes. She'd be like, I found this on sale. And you give it to you and it's like a fucking wolf on it. But it's like, this is a 16 grandma and it's not kid. It's not a kid 16. I think it's supposed to be a large, you know, like fucking. It's got a, it, 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 yeah, it, it had a fucking different, a different fit to it. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is not it's a, a tank top. male it's shirt. It's a spaghetti but, strap shirt. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I've never had the wrong gender given to me, but I know exactly what no, you're No, like, I've, I've had that before. I remember that shit. That's yeah. insane. Well, uh, what else is going on? We need to wrap this thing up, bro. That's I, it, man. We, I feel like we go all night. We, we, we just uh, we just got Loco Fest coming up. Okay. Tickets are moving quick. Uh, if you want to get them, get them while you can. Ten uh, percent off with your tickets purchase over at Flying Heart. So stay over there in between shows or whatever the deal is. If you want to come early and eat and go to the late show, cool. If you want to go to the late show and uh, just say the same thing twice, whatever it is. Yeah, if you're not at that. the first show. <clears throat> Then go eat during the first show. And if you're at the late show, go eat during the first show. I might have done it again. Anyway, uh, I feel like that works. That don't works. take this serious.com. That's where you got all the ticket links. Uh, you got all the videos from the comics. Uh, you can go watch what you're about to see. They're obviously going to have some different jokes up there uh, when they're performing. So we got some strong talent, and I'm super excited about it. Awesome. Let's wrap it. Appreciate it, cool. man.